You know, I know that I be I, I should be eating well every single day, but I couldn't. So now fasting open, opens that very interesting window because, you know, everybody fasts. A lot of people think, oh, fasting, I'm so scared of that. That's such a scary word. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm very unhappy when I don't eat. No, no, no. Everybody fasts. Fasting is for everybody. Let me explain. When you sleep at night, you're not eating unless you're sleep eating. You're <laughs> fasting. So everybody fasts. It's a matter of how long. And so now science has begun to uncover uh, it's not only like how much we're eating or what we're putting in our mouth that determines our health, but also when we're not eating or when we're eating. I mean, that really adds to the new dimension, right, on the discussions of how do we stay fit and, and support our uh, health span. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Super excited for this episode because we have our first interview episode of 2022. Very exciting, and uh, it's on a really important topic with a very interesting guest, so hopefully you guys are excited as we are. Uh, Before we jump into that interview, we want to uh, thank you guys for listening today and each and every week. Um, You guys are doing a great job of sharing the podcast, so keep it up. Uh, Also, we want to remind you about the giveaway we're currently, uh, that's currently underway, I should say. Yes. You can go and check out all of the prizes and figure out uh, which way you want to enter because we actually have a couple ways. Mm-hmm. You can enter on our Instagram or which is the handle is the ATF podcast. Correct. Or, 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 and you can actually do both. Uh, you can go to our Apple podcast page and leave a review, mm-hmm. rating review. Correct. So you can enter to win. We've got, you know, great supplements. We've got workout gear. We've got books. We've got coffee. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty sweet little package. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not giving away like a vacation here, folks. No, but, but it, it has a... been the most substantial giveaway we've done so far. So you guys take part in it. Um, and uh, now on to today's episode. Like I said, the first interview episode of 2022. We get to speak with an expert in the field of fasting. So I think we've come up. Thank you, Kitty. We've come up up on our uh, podcast before, probably multiple times, fasting, the topic of fasting. So, um, and we've really, you know, relayed different types of data, different types of, you know, types of fasting, the benefits of fasting. Um, but we've never had an expert on here to relay the information about all those different aspects of fasting. Yeah. I mean, it seems like some of the research says it's good. Some of the research says meh. Yeah. So having somebody whose entire job is focused on this Mm -hmm. is kind of awesome. Yeah, not his current job and his essentially probably most of his career and or life. I mean, this guy has credentials from several Ivy League schools and 
uh, Associated Hospitals. Dedication. Exactly. And is now uh, working for a company called El Nutra that is really um, has some interesting products um, that are related to fasting. But I'm not going to go into it too much more detail because we go through it in much greater detail in the interview. So please enjoy this interview with Dr. William Shu. My guest today spent 20 years as an endocrinologist at Harvard's Jocelyn Diabetes Center before becoming the chief medical officer at El Nutra, a leading Nutritech company that utilizes nutrition as an innovative tool to extend human health span. I'm very excited to welcome Dr. William Shu to the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Shu. Hi, Nick. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show. And uh, I'm really interested in talking to you. You know, we talk about uh, nutrition a ton on our podcast. And, you know, we've talked about, touched on the the, the topics of uh, fasting before and everything that you're an expert in. Uh, but before we do that, we ask all our interviewees uh, what you did for your training recently. Uh, training as in physical training or? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Physical or mental or even nutrition-based yeah. training. Nutritional. Okay. That's uh, that's an easy one there. So I routinely practice 16-8 as an intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. And I do fasting mimicking diet about every three to four months uh, okay. for deep cellular cleanse and, and fasting. Well, that's excellent. I want to go more into detail about that. But before we go into that, I want to know kind of how you got to that point of being an expert in, in fasting and uh, in the fasting magnetic diamond. I mean, where did it all start for you way back, way back when? Yeah. I mean, I, for 20 years, I took care of patients, uh, you know, in the endocrinology space. And, and, and most of the practices uh, uh, that I held uh, were actually treating people with diabetes and obesity. And uh, I, you know, despite the fact that we have almost more than 12 different categories, I'm talking about classes of medicine to treat diabetes. You know, I, I felt that, uh, um, you know, patients were benefiting obviously from these drugs, but also not benefiting because uh, we simply just keep the sugar at a lower level because of these medicine. Um, the body hadn't changed you know, the behavior hadn't changed. And I always talk, I always say that my patients will, can always out eat whatever I prescribe, mm -hmm. right? So as powerful as the drugs out are, if we haven't focused on sort of the person, the choices and the behavior, I mean, this is a, a zero sum game. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so that's why um, for me, the switch over to, to joining El Nutra was a, was a big one, uh, you know, my family did uh, uh, once uh, uh, question my sanity <laughs> for making that decision. <laughs> but, um, but fasting is one of those tools that we have within our body that was designed by nature. Um, and yet modern science hasn't really taken full of advantage of that mechanism. We could talk more about that, but I think this is mm -hmm. one of the most revolutionary tools that we have in our pocket that can fundamentally change the, the, the way the body works, the way our mind works and our behavior. So, mm -hmm. so I've now switched over to really uh, leading the science uh, and the clinical development, the research at El Nutra, uh, hoping to bring the benefits of fasting to even more people than, than yeah. I think. 
I was reading about El Nutra a little bit. I mean, they talk about some preliminary numbers from last year. I mean, you know, over 36 million invested, and I'm sure it's gone up since I saw that number from last year and over 14 clinical trials. Um, what, I mean, so, because I mean, beforehand you were, I saw a lot of, uh, in, you were working in multiple different Ivy League schools and different hospitals. Um, and so the, you kind of touched on already is that you saw that the, what from El Nutra, especially is it is it products or is it a type of structure for diet plans as regards to and you know of course to the the fasting diet? What from them drew you them to impose the stain in kind of the the treatment field in hospitals? Well, I mean, it. it uh, I, I think um, if you look at many of the illnesses that we face today, right? These are all behavior driven conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we, uh, as a society, gain so much weight? Where seventy percent of our citizens uh, now struggle with being overweight. Um, uh, the the gene genetics could could not have have made that because the right. epidemic of obesity only occurred over the last few decades. So you could not have simply be the genes, right? So it had to be the environment, the choices, right, and all the environmental pressures. Uh, all that interaction between self and society, right? And, and and so that's why it really drew me to to try to understand, you know, uh, everybody knows that we ought to be eating well every day. <laughs> Nick, I'm sure in, in your many other podcasts, you talk about eat well, exercise every day. I've been preaching that for the last 20 years, right? But why, why is our society getting bigger? Why is our society not getting, uh, not living longer? You know, why are we struggling even with more healthcare expenses when we've been talking about let's eat well every day? And, and, and I think, I believe the answer is it is difficult for us. You see, we know what to do. We know what to eat. We know we should be exercising. <laughs> but hey, you know, for the ordinary people like me, you know, I may not be able to do it every single day. You know, I know that I be I, I should be eating well every single day, but I couldn't. So now fasting open opens up very interesting window because you know everybody fasts. A lot of people think, oh, fasting, I'm so scared of that. It's such a scary word. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm very unhappy when I don't eat. No, no, no. Everybody fasts. Fasting is for everybody. Let me explain. When you sleep at night, you're not eating unless you're sleep eating. You're <laughs> fasting. So everybody fasts. It's a matter of how long. And so now science has begun to uncover, uh, it's not only like how much we're eating or what we're putting in our mouth that determines our health, but also when we're not eating or when we're eating. I mean, that really adds to the new dimension, right, on the discussions of how do we stay fit and and support our uh, health span. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I, that was another question I kind of area I wanted to go to is kind of the, the perception as opposed to reality about fasting. Like you said, everybody fasts every night, as long as people are sleeping, which is another probably uh, uh, <laughs> uh, associated with weight loss and health span and things like that is sleep. Um, uh, but in your area of expertise, it's like the idea of fasting. Now, what do you say? I mean, I know a lot of people what are the kind of some different varieties of fasting? And then of course, I'd love to hear about the fasting, the fasting mimicking diet that you are a proponent yeah. of. 
So, you know, uh, when, when 10% of Americans talk about fasting or practice some sort of fasting, that's amazing. I mean, uh, five years ago, it wasn't like that. I mean, this is really becoming one of the most popular trend, but, but it's not a fad. Because if you look into history, humanity has always fasted, right? Before the invention of electricity, before we have refrigeration, hey, people ate uh, when the sun rose and people stopped eating when the sun went down. And so this is not a fact. This is something that nature has designed. Think about even in the hunter and gathering days, food was not always plentiful and people went through periods of fasting. And so, so from the two, two examples I mentioned, there are already two different kinds of fasting, right? The daily fast at night when people are sleeping, right? And we call that intermittent fasting because you don't do it all the time. You do it intermittently. During the daytime you eat, at night you stop eating. That's, that's intermittent fast. That's the most popular fasting approach that Americans are doing right now. And then there is what's called the longer fast. And there are different names given to it. Some people call it the prolonged fast. Some people call it uh, the periodic fast because you're doing periodically these are the fasting that last more than two days. And if you look at every culture, every religion, there's, there's all these fasting practices. Most of these really belong to these long fasts. Now, why are, why are, we, why are we also making that, differentiate between, that differentiation between uh, intermittent fasting and prolonged fasting? Well, they have different effects on our health. They're not the same. Uh, there also are different in terms of the commitment you need to make, right? <laughs> Speaking, uh, skipping the meal or, or not eating after seven o'clock at night is very different than not eating for a couple of days except for water. And right. so the commitment, the level of effort, the risk profile also are quite different between the intermittent fasting and uh, versus the long fasting. Excellent. And so you mentioned a couple, you threw a couple numbers out earlier about when we did your training recap and what, what was your kind of variation of the fasting that you do? Yeah. So uh, I think there's a lot of evidence to that suggests that eating at night is just a bad idea. Okay. And, and many of us don't eat out of hunger, by the way. Many of us eat out of um, a social situation, out mm -hmm. of stress. Uh, out of boredom, uh, out of uh, habits, right? The remote control. Once you turn it on, you have to have something next to you, right? That to, mm -hmm. to, to nibble on. These are all not driven by a di biologic need for calories, but rather more emotional needs, right? And so mm -hmm. I, you know, I think I always uh, say that it's is really a good idea not to uh, eat after certain hours. Um, uh, at night, I, I think there's plenty of studies to show that. So that's the one I chose. And mm -hmm. the idea of 16A means that eight hours, you will eat all of your food within an eight hour window and be fasted for the 16 hours, including the sleeping time. That is the one fasting that I, I've adopted. And we could go into talk about uh, the long fasting, what I do on every three months that can come a little later. Gotcha. So, and that, that, thank you for explaining that. Now, uh, El Nutra is, you know, the proponent of the fasting mimicking diet. Now that's, uh, I, I'm curious about that because yeah. for some reason, it sounds to me that you're not actually fasting, but yeah. you kind of are. What, can you explain the, how yeah. that works? 
this is really, I, it wasn't possible before, but because science is, is advanced to a, a point where we begin to understand what exactly is fasting doing to our cells. I mean, fundamentally, right, cells is the makeup structure, right, is the, is the essential structure for our body. And, and how do we trigger these cellular fasts is really the fundamental question here. Right. So, uh, you know, I often let me explain. I often talk about fasting in kind of a, a, a three different levels. There is the general understanding of fasting. Hey, no eating. That means fasting. That's a behavior fast. OK. And, and so a lot of people think, well, you know, how can you eat with food? That's just oxymoron. But let me explain how this works. When you choose to, for example, eat uh, a low carb diet right? You are actually, you know, shifting your body from burning carbohydrate into burning fat. And when you burn fat, you generate ketones as if you are fasting, because when you fast, you also burn ketone. However, there is a missing part here. If you, if you are not eating carbohydrate, what are you eating? You're eating amino acids, you're eating, you know, fatty acids, you're eating fats and proteins. The cells is still recognized the proteins as nutrients. Right. Even though you're generating ketone, but you're not in a fasting state because your cell says, hey, you're eating fish, you're feeding meats, you're eating right beef. I can see the nutrients. So the cell is not going to really enter into that rest state. Now, uh, when when the cells really um, get into a fasting state, it's it, amazing things happen. Um, you see, the cells need signals to know whether they should be growing or whether they should be rejuvenating, right? So when, when, when the cells sees carbohydrates, nutrients, uh, sugar, uh, sees amino acids, it's gonna replicate, it's gonna grow in size. And that's what we do to our body every single day. Almost all around the clock uh, during our waking moments, we feed the body with food. You might seem like, it's not like that, that's a great thing, we're growing. But look, if you're a grown man and grown woman, right? How much more do you want to grow? What are you, you're pushing your body to grow all the time. There is that pressure to grow. Just think about a wonderful performance car, right? You're revving it up, revving it up. You're driving fast. You're reaching your destination fast. But at what cost? Your tires are going to be worn out faster, right? And so what do you need to do? You need a pit stop. That's why all the race cars, you have pit stop, right? You're driving for performance, but from time to time, you need to change the tires. You need to slow down a little bit so it, the tires don't overheat, the brakes don't overheat, right? That's what fasting do on the cellular level, okay? When, when, when you're not feeding with the nutrient, the cells go into what I call the rejuvenation state, right? This is a state where it, it, has, it has increased resistance to stress levels outside. It's, it's, that's why we call it the stress resistance state. It's the time the cell says, hey, I'm not seeing any nutrients coming into the body. And therefore, I, I got to what? Uh, I got to survive. And the way to survive is to take some of the older and more worn out components of the cells, chew it up and recycle it to make new ones because mm -hmm. I, I'm not seeing the raw materials coming from the outside. And so that recycling, that cellular recycling, it's called autophagy. This is a term uh, that was actually won the Nobel Prize in 2016. It was so important that it's triggered by fasting and it's so important in the turnover, the renewal, the rejuvenation of every single cell in the body 
that, that is so fundamental to health that uh, the, the team, the professor that won the, the, the Nobel Prize, I mean, he, he was credited for discovering this and describing this process. This is only possible when the cells don't get the signals that it's being fed. Mm, okay. okay. Now, each single cell has these ears and eyes that we, we call it the nutrient sensors, right? That senses glucose, that senses carbohydrate, that says amino acids, proteins. And when they say, hey, there is food coming in, it goes into a growth mode. When they don't sense any of these nutrients coming into the cells, they go into that stress resistant, that re rejuvenation mode. Our society today, we need more of the cells going into the, uh, that, that rejuvenation more, uh, more often uh, than mm -hmm. we're seeing now. And that's why fasting not only impacts our big, being, but also affects every cell in the body. So that, and that's a great <laughs> detailed description with some great kind of uh, analogies to the, the performance car too. So that breaks it down for people. And I, I love hearing that. So with El Nutra and the fasting mimicking diet, are you guys providing some sort of nutrition that doesn't trigger the growth oh, yeah. in, the, in the cells? That's a, that's a, a good uh, question there. So based on this, the science of understanding how these nutrient sensors work, El Nutra has formulated a five-day structural meal plan. It's a meal plan. And so each day it's going to uh, it, it put together the nutrients you need for the day without triggering these nutrient sensors. Hmm. So Nick, you might say, well, how is it possible, right? Again, <laughs> We're not talking about behavior fasting. We're talking about cellular right. fasting. So as you know, you know, the cells actually, um, you know, with all these nutrient sensors, there's a threshold by which if you give enough nutrients, it's going to, you know, have a positive signal to say, hey, there's food, but there's always a threshold. So if we're able to give nutrients below that detection threshold of these nutrient sensors, right? These eyes and ears. So they, it, it falls below their radar that you could actually feed the body while keeping your cells in a fasting state. Now, it, it might sound like a crazy idea, right? But, but, but think about this. Even though you haven't been eating for a few days, right? Your blood sugar, it still stays in a normal range. It doesn't go down to zero or else we would all die. So the cells always see some levels of nutrients in the body. So it's not like if you stop eating, right? Everything goes down to zero. That means the cells are seeing some levels of nutrients. What Alnutra uh, has done through a scientific uh, formulation is provide the maximum of the optimal amount of nu nutrients that still falls below that detection threshold of, the, of these nutrient sensors in the cells. Is it calculable with like calories? Is it below a certain calorie count or is it something different, the measurement? That's a good question. Um, uh, it is very specifically formulated, you know, for the calories, but also the macronutrient composition mm -hmm. and also the way the nutrients mix together. So it slows down the absorption rates of these nutrients. So the amount, total amount of nutrients the cells, uh, each cell sees at a given time falls below that, that threshold mm -hmm. of detection. Interesting. And now I know this, and maybe it's a proprietary, is it a liquid diet or is it something that's actual solid foods? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a mixture. So every day uh, there's actually bars 
There's actually soups. There are formulated L drinks in there to help preserve muscles during uh, five days of fasting. And think about this. I mean, let me go, go back to my clinical days. Mm-hmm. If I were to ask my, my patients to, to fast for five days, uh, number one, uh, very few people would do that. <laughs> I've never done it on myself, you know, for five days, we're only fast. And number two, it, it, it may not be very safe, right? For right. most of the people. Yeah. You know, and uh, not to mention, um, I think, you, you, you know, you have to cut off all your social connections during the five days because Absolutely. you're probably very pleasant. <laughs> yep. and, and so this is really a pragmatic way to help people reap many of the benefits of a long fast without the burden associated with a water only fast for five days. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know from what I've read and heard about water-only fasting, that has to be something under medical supervision that has to be done. So um, just to prevent, like you said, any issues with, um, you know, I guess, um, adverse side effects and this five-day meal plan, that's that's not the case. Is that correct? That's right. I think, you know, uh, if you have any kind of medical condition, you should always talk to your provider before taking on any kind of a fasting regimen. And, and plus, I mean, five days of water only fast, you need training for that. It's, you know, yeah. it's not like you can run a marathon without uh, going through a training. Five days mm-hmm. of water only fast is not easy to do. I agree. I agree. So this, obviously we, we talked about the, the fasting mimicking diet and um, some, some things that can help with kind of the, the, the two, not two main things, but obesity and then related diseases. But what about the idea of lifespan versus health span. Cause that was something when I was reading, do my research on yourself. Um, that was something you were kind of a proponent, proponent of because health span is not something people are really familiar with. So what's yeah. the difference between those two terms? Very interesting. You know, a lot, you know, I think with modern medicine, uh, you know, it's helping us to extend our life, but many people at the last stage of their, of their lives struggle with multiple conditions. And, and so it, so there is this term called health span that means uh, the amount of time you're living healthy. I think that's ought to be the dream of all of us that we would mm-hmm. live healthy until the last day and then we just die, right? So, and mm-hmm. hopefully it's both, right? It's both the longevity as well as just healthy, living healthy until the day we, we pass. Uh, and, and I think too many of us focuses on that longevity, but um we don't put enough attention into just being healthy for the time, you know, until that day. And, and it's, it's amazing. If you think about, um, you know, 86, 87% of, of, of the U S population die of some sort of communicable, uh, non-communicable, meaning preventable lifestyle based diseases like heart disease, Mm -hmm. like diabetes, like cancer and others. And, And so, you know, what can we do? What can we do to support a healthy lifestyle so that it will support a healthy aging goal? Uh, one way to look at this is, is look at around, uh, look at people who live beyond 100 years old, right? These what we call the centenarians around the uh, around the world. There are a few in Europe. There, you know, a few in Asia. They're here actually in in Americas as well. Um, and um, if you look at these regions, we call them blue zone regions of the world. And you look at like, what kind of lifestyle do they, do they live? You would notice that they practice fasting 
Um, mm-hmm. one, they, they often don't eat late into the night. Okay. And they restrict their eating pattern to a specific window. And many of them are very focused on their community. And oftentimes in many parts of these world uh, religions and spirituality plays a major role. And so they have these religious fasts. And so this is all our part of, of their healthy longevity lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, so, I mean, Oh, sorry. Sorry. No. I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going. No, no, no. Uh, I, I say this is where we, we can learn, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, intermittent fasting gives us many benefits. For example, uh, there are benefits on weight loss. Uh, it, it can support your metabolic goals, um, but it also has many mental health benefits. People have that renewed sense of energy, the mental clarity, uh, because you're just, you're just giving body times where they're not uh, inundated with all these nutrients where they have to process them and cause them the cells to grow, but they are in that cleanup phase and we need more mm-hmm. of that. But on the other hand, if, if you're looking for those deep cellular changes like autophagy, as we talked about, intermittent fast may not be long enough to cause that. Mm-hmm. So it will have to be probably two, three days uh, or more of fasting in order to trigger autophagy in human. And then therefore, many of the cellular benefits and many of the healthy aging, supporting healthy aging goals probably come from more from those long fasts rather than uh, the the, the metabolic benefits that can come from a shorter fast. So there are differences there. Okay. And so like you said, it's... I like how you were talking about how it's a combination of the multiple factors, kind of the health span. Like, you know, it can't, obviously fasting is a big component in different variations of the fast over time. Um, but you know, from what we are researching and we talk about on the podcast regularly, it's, you know, the, the effect of kind of the mental outlook on diet and or living healthy has a huge effect of your, your actions, you know? So it's, it, it's such a, it, I know people always try to seem to find the kind of the, the recipe or the magic, you know, the magic pill or whatever you like to call it about for eat this at this time for this many days and things like that. They want a regimen, but, you know, it's, it's a combination of that along with, you know, getting outside exercise, you know, having community yes. where you, you, yes. you feel connected with individuals um, and long and meditation and, and so on and so forth. So it's like, it, it's a common, it's comprehensive. It's not one or the other. So, and I know I'm a personal trainer myself. So I deal with individuals who are, you know, constantly trying to figure out the equation. And, you know, I try to offer them as much advice as I can, but uh, luckily talking to people like yourself uh, can provide me new information that I can relate to them or connect um, with you and, and your guys team at El, uh, El Nutra. So uh, with that said, uh, I think we're coming to the end of our interview today. Um, if you did have one piece of health advice to give to uh, the listeners, what would it be? Um, that's a, that's a uh, important question. Uh, I would say, you know, uh, I like to use analogy because it, it really helps to explain a story here. When you look around your apartment, your house, um, what kind of cleaning do you do? It's probably, you would say, well, you know, maybe every week I kind of, you know, tidy up, you know, vacuum the floor. But it also comes a time when in every 
couple of months, uh, you know, when spring comes around, you got to do a spring cleaning where you take down the curtain, you shampoo your carpet. Um, and we have to take the same approach uh, with our health. Every day, intermittent fasting, time is re restricted eating makes sense, right? It could help you to not always be in, in that growth mode. You need some rejuvenation mode. But from time to time, after a couple, couple of months, you also need that deep cellular cleanse, right? Through autophagy, triggering these, these cellular changes or, or cleanup. Uh, and that you need both. And that's why this is how I practice, you know, intermittent fasting from day to day, but also from time to time, I do uh, the uh, fasting mimicking diet. And, and, and because I can do a five day of myself, I do the mm -hmm. prolonged fast every three to four months um, to keep my body in good shape. That's a great analogy. And uh, uh, hopefully people will uh, take your advice and uh, learn more about, you know, fasting and then different variations of fast and their benefits. So um, I'd love to give you some time now to kind of give people the resources that you're associated with so they can learn more about yourself and uh, your company at El Neutral. Yeah. So for the company that's behind all the research on uh, really starting a fasting revolution, uh, if you're interested, uh, please go to l-nutra, that's n-u-t-r-a.com. Now, if you're interested in the product of five-day fasting mimicking diet, that's Prolong FMD. FMD stands for fasting mimicking diet. So prolongfmd.com. We actually have a product that supports intermittent fasting too. If you are a beginner of, of fasting and you find 16 hours of fasting too difficult to do, using the same FMD technology, we also have a product called the FastBar. And so you could look up the fastbar.com. Excellent. And well, I'll make sure to keep all those links or put all those links into the episode description so people can go ahead and find them themselves. Uh, Dr. Shu, thank you so much for speaking with us today. And hopefully uh, you'll come back in the future, maybe when you guys have a, your uh, next product launch. We'd love to talk about it here on the episode or on the podcast. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Dr. Shu. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with Dr. Shu. He was a great uh, source of knowledge in regards to the topic of fasting. So um, probably a lot of stuff that maybe we've touched on before, but he goes into a lot greater detail about the different types of fasting, like the periodic fast opposed to intermittent fasting. The benefits are one opposed to the other. And then goes into um, some some good topics about, or good, you know, he what he mentioned about why it's beneficial to us long term the idea of fasting mm -hmm. so i'm i'm super interested in it because as we talked about during the interview is the obesity epidemic is <laughs> that's what it is it's epi it's an epidemic here in this country and it's yep. starting to, to spread worldwide and i think what what i mean people are kind of at a loss of what the solution is is it certain type of food is it um uh uh, uh eat for your blood type or Things like that, you know, and it, yes, that couldn't have an effect to it. But I think what we talked about in, the, in an interview with Dr. Shu is an expert in it, is about really when and when you eat and when you don't eat. Yeah. I think that's kind of, and that's really break, breaks it down to kind of an essential level. You know, I think people can get mired in the details about uh, different types of diets, whether it's paleo or 
uh, vegan or Mediterranean diet. Oh my gosh, yeah, keto. Mm -hmm, exactly, and so on and so forth. But I think talking about like when you're eating and when you're not eating. So when you're eating or when you're fasting. So like we talked about in the, in the interview, and you said this before, it's like we all fast. Everybody fasts every day. Yep. You know, when you're sleeping, typically you're not eating, you know, unless you have some sort of weird sleep eating syndrome, you know, which <laughs> you I'm not making fun of, but that's probably a thing. You eat. So um, the idea is just kind of maybe on an intermittent level, with those daily fasts, it's like intermittent fasting. Um, maybe trying to extend that longer. Dr. Shu said he does the 16-8 fast for 16, eat for 8, the eating window. Mm -hmm. Or, and, and, or, or actually I think and, what he was a proponent of is the periodic fast where you go anywhere from one to five days of just total fasting. Yeah, which a lot of um, like traditional I don't mean like, you know, your doctor, but older practices, they actually do recommend even like a seasonal cleanse. Mm -hmm. And it's really just to let your body clear out. Right. And I think I like that concept. It's yeah. just executing it, which is interesting what he was talking about, because a lot of us don't live a lifestyle where we can really take off or like... Right lay low for five days or a week or whatever yeah, yeah. and even he said i mean un when you do it untrained it is really hard it's hard and possibly dangerous to work yeah you have right. to work up to it you got to make sure you can handle it that's exactly what he said it takes practice to do it long periodic fasts like that so that's when you know it comes to his the company el nutra the products they make called like the prolon uh, a diet. So it's as pro, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Prolon, P R O L O N. There it is. Yeah. So he mentioned this uh, website in the interview. Prolon FMD. So the fasting mimicking diet. Obviously, you guys heard that when Dr. Shu was speaking earlier. But this is basically a meal plan, a five-day meal plan that basically your body still believes it's fasting. So even though you're getting nutrients, mm -hmm. you're getting the nutrients you need to kind of maybe curb some of those hunger pangs and really avoid some of that dangerous stuff if you were doing just a water fast for five days. But your body, yeah, but your body is still believes it's fasting so you get some of the benefit you still get the benefits of that periodic fast right according to dr Shu and the company el nutra so as we mentioned uh, i want to reiterate some of the websites that uh dr Shu mentioned on the on the interview so the first one is el um that's the company that he works for and they create the products uh that are kind of sur uh, support the fasting mimicking diet that is prolong fmd.com and they even he kind of talked about it there it's actually this is the the prolonged fmd uh meal plan is more for periodic fasting and then they also had a fast bar it's called uh for intermittent fasting so it's interesting some interesting products and honestly i think uh um, described by dr shu i think this is a great product for helping people get a little bit more of a handle on um, their weight. You do, know. You, do you feel, because I feel like we've danced around this subject a lot on the mm -hmm. podcast, do you feel like 
especially with some a product like this, do you think maybe this is something you're going to try in the future? I think I, I would try to see if it's beneficial to relate to somebody else, to yeah. refer to somebody else. Because I don't know if I... I mean, I know the benefits of periodic fasting, like Dr. Shu shed. So, yeah, maybe that's a good that's a good point. But, I mean, uh, I don't think I need weight control, but right. the benefits that he outlined There's about There's a lot of other benefits, fasting, yeah, yeah, and how it helps basically relates to health span, which is leading a more a healthier, a longer, healthier life, which I'm always which I'm interested in. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say yes, I would be. Yeah, I honestly. I I am interested as well. So maybe there's there's something in the future we can give a test to because, mm-hmm. dear gosh, that would be an interesting. I don't feel like we'd be able to do it at the same time mm-hmm. because I feel like there could be some hangry situations or like if, I don't know, you have two of us running this. Yeah. No, you're right. Dangerous. You're right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, I agree. It may be one person at a time doing yeah. this. So. Yeah. But like it does, it does look interesting. Like it's, and, as Dr. Shu described, I mean, is I think one of the big barriers to entry, entry or for the, the periodic fasting is the idea that, I mean, do you have to get medically supervised or yeah. trained for it a day at a time? This one, it provides you the meals that hope to give you similar, if not, you know, you know, I would just say the similar benefits of a periodic fast. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely a, a step in the right direction. And I think research is coming out every year about the benefits of fasting. Now the science is starting to catch up to the the practices that you said that different cultures um, or different, um, even religions and cultures have health, practiced. Yeah, different healthcare. History. Yeah, different healthcare systems. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that this this is something that exists, and it definitely deserves looking at. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that is uh, today's episode. Um, very grateful for Dr. William Chu for joining the podcast. Um, hopefully you guys like these interviews. We're going to try to do our best to get more interviews this year. Um, once again, reiterate, if you guys are interested in any of the products that El Nutra provides, you can go to elnutra.com or go right to Prolon FMD, P-R-O-L-O-N-F-M-D.com. You can also go to the basically their, their fast bar, which is a little bit for intermittent fasting too. So you guys can check all that out. Um, guys, let us know. Ratings and reviews, not only does it get you into our current giveaway, but you can kind of throw out a suggestion about maybe someone we can reach out to for a future sure. interview. Yeah. Got anything else for him tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.